Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Welcome, everybody, to today's exciting episode. Woohoo! It's an exciting one. Ooh, uh, well, is it exciting? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty exciting. It's out yeah. there. It's definitely out there. It's different. This is a requested episode, isn't it? Yeah, heavily requested. Yeah. So I've had had quite a few people ask us uh, if we've done this one already. At least six. (laughs) At least six people have asked. Which is like half of our audience. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At this point, So this is for them. This This is. is uh, So uh, what are we covering today then, Josh? Today, my friend, we are covering reptilians. <laughs> yes. Shout out to all the chameleons and bearded dragons out there. So, yes. let me talk to you. I, I would do chameleon eyes, but you won't see it on the podcast anyway. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, where where do I start? Uh, Should we go history? From <laughs> reptiles? Reptiles, uh, eggs hatch, reptiles come out? Yes. So let's start with the history. History. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I suppose I could give a brief description. I'll just go into it. Let's go. So, 65 million years, Tyrannosaur was walking around the Earth. Yes, and he became a shape-shifting humanoid. 65 million years <laughs> onwards, there was a conspiracy theory about reptilians. Yeah, I will start off by saying this is a complete conspiracy theory. So, at the end... It's up to the people well, to decide. Naturally, you're the conspiracy guy. So Yeah, I do seem to go for a lot of conspiracy theories. <laughs> I'll just find them interesting. So, reptilians, also known as reptoids, archons, reptilioids, draconians, Ooh. or lizard people. They are supposed reptilian humanoids, which play a prominent role in ufology, science fiction, and conspiracy theories. Ufology, definitely. The Draconians are one of the some like twelve listed um, species of aliens, aren't they? Mm. You've got like the Anunnaki, and you've got the Greys, and then you've got like the uh, there's reptilians, there's uh, insect kind of looking ones. <laughs> yeah. that, you know, so Geonotions. I can see where, where that where that side of it's come from. I can see. Mm. So the idea of reptilians was popularised by David Icke, a conspiracy theorist from the UK who claims shape-shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gaining political power to manipulate human societies. Ike has stated on multiple occasions that many world leaders are possessed or reptilians. Right. Okay, yeah. I've uh, Yeah, I've heard of David. I thought he was American for some reason, but... Uh, no. Uh, he's ashamedly British. Fun fact about David Ike. I don't, I, well, I can't confirm this. But I saw one little post. Supposedly, he was actually a goalkeeper. 
for a soccer team or football. Quite possibly was, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah. he gave it up or he got, he got kicked out, I think, because he was coming out with all these conspiracy <laughs> right, theories okay, and stuff and enough. people didn't want to work with him. But supposedly but he was a successful goalkeeper. He's done quite a lot more than just the reptilians, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He is uh, a very uh, influential person who does like talks and things. Uh, I'll get into David Icke yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah, no, um, sorry, but you could do a whole podcast on David Icke. He's a very, very interesting I could. guy. Well, we could. I we could. could yeah. <laughs> so I suppose the history of reptilians. Now, you'll have to try and follow me here because it, it you'll see what I mean as I get into it. Yeah, so, okay. So Michael Barkin, a professor of political science at Syracuse University, suggests the idea of a reptilian race originated in the fiction of Conan the Barbarian creator Robert E. Howard. Right. So in his story, The Shadow Kingdom, which is published in 1929, uh, the story drew on theosophical theosophical ideas (laughs) of lost, lost worlds such as Lemuria... Lemuria, yeah. Lemuria, which is a lost continent proposed by zoologist Philip Schlater in 1864. So, <laughs> I know, it's it's a bit of a mouthful, and it gets a bit weird. I'm going I'm to ask this, but I don't suppose you know the answer. Is that the uh, theoretical lost continent that used to sit next to Australia? That Well, some people claim used to sit next to Australia. I think so. I think so. At some point in the whatever millenniums, it's it's just not there anymore and never actually has been. It's kind of a Mandela effect, that one, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. So this zoologist, Philip Schlater, yeah. he has claimed that there is a lost continent. Right. So then the director that well, who created the Shadow Kingdom is kind of based off of that. Right. Okay. Yeah. But then it gets even weirder. Yeah. Go on. Carry on. <laughs> so also... The the director, uh, Robert E. Howard, not only did he get this uh, influence from zoologist Philip Schlater, he also got it from um, a series of books called The Secret Doctrines, written by Helena Blavitsky in 1888. And she references to dragon men who once had a mighty civilization on the Lemurian continent, which is what the zoologist was talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this series of books are pseudoscience books, um, and it's filled with uh, like ancient Eastern wisdom and modern science, um, right, and yeah. it's it's kind of used to reconcile the two, is what I... To bring them together. Yeah, yeah okay. so it's... Uh, it, but when, when Pop I saw, science. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I saw the picture online, they're very old, kind of leather bound. Yeah, books yeah, they would be. Yeah. So if you've caught up with that, if that makes sense, someone got the idea from someone who got the idea from someone else. Yeah, it, it makes zero <laughs> sense, but you can see how the chain has formed. <laughs> yes, yeah. So going back to the director Robert E. Howard, his story <laughs> dubbed them serpent men. Right. So with human bodies and snake heads, they were able to in, imi- imitate, I was about to say intimidate, imitate humans at will. They lived underground and used their shape changing and mind control abilities to infiltrate humanity. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is going to go down a weird path, <laughs> a very weird path. So in 1940... So snake, hang on. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Just let me get this one thing clear in my head, right? Reptiles uh-huh. generally are cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. They're born from eggs. Yep. Yet somehow they are fused with humans. Yep. That are warm-blooded mammals, mm-hmm. give birth to live young, not laying eggs, mm-hmm. and now they live underground. Yep. <laughs> where they can't get to the sun, can't warm them up or anything. Yeah, that's exactly it, mate. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what's the expression? Connect the T's and dot the I's? Something know? like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in 1940, American occultist, I love that word, occultist, Maurice Doriel, also known as Claude Doggins. 
<laughs> A.K.A. Claude Doggins. That's a great nickname. <laughs> yeah. I think it's when, you know, when you said about authors sometimes will go under a different name. Yeah, pseudonym. So, like, yeah. I know Mark Hamill did it in Star Wars where he didn't want credit for certain voices and characters. So he went under a different name rather than Mark Hamill. Oh, right. Yeah. So no, this I, is an entire director of films that is kind of, uh, I can't remember his name now. I think it's Harry something or something like that. Um, but yeah, it was like, because uh, a director has to have his uh, credit on, at the end of a film. Yes. But when a film is so terrible, a director doesn't want credit for it. <laughs> they put it onto this imaginary director. That makes sense. So, you know, yeah, it's like a pseudo director. Well, maybe Claude Doggins was onto something. Maybe. Because he wrote a pamphlet entitled Mysteries of the Gobi. That described a serpent race with human bodies and snake heads, so carrying on the same theme. This pamphlet was then turned into a poem titled The Emerald Tablets. This poem formed the basis for David Icke's book Children of the Matrix. Oh. So this is where it kind of kicks off for David Icke to kind of get the idea, or not the idea, it's where he started talking about reptilians. I'm assuming that Children of the Matrix is not... The Matrix, as in we're all in an artificial... No, I think it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he conscribes to that theory as well, does he? I think so. He's got so many theories. But that was... Uh, well, if simulation is true, then any of this could happen, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Really? Um, but he, David Icke actually had... He, he used the Emerald Tablets as the basis for the Children of the Matrix, but then... He then kind of used this information as a whole theme for a whole separate book. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. So he touched on it in The Children of the Matrix, and then he actually wrote... Thought about it, the cog started turning, and he he went on for another book. And he came out with The Biggest Secret, where he claims... Is that what the book's called? Yeah, yeah, The Biggest Secret, (laughs) where he claims... Blood drinking, shape shifting reptilian humanoids from the Alpha Draconis star system now hiding in underground bases are the force behind a world war- worldwide conspiracy against humanity. Oh, I'm getting my words in a tiz on this okay, one. Okay, you mate. are, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit of a mouthful. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to pick that apart yet. Yeah. But... I, can, I can quickly elaborate. Yeah, go for it. So, to go into more detail, the actual quote from his book is, Thousands of years ago, the reptilian beings from the constellations Orion, Sirius, and Draco intervened on planet Earth and began interbreeding with humans. Not physically, however, but rather than through the manipulation of the human coding or DNA. Ike states that it is no coincidence that humans have fundamental reptilian genetics within their brain. So that's the actual quote. Okay. Um, well, actually, I, I've i kind of got to give this theory a little bit of credence yeah. here. Um, because we ha- like I said, when I, like I said earlier, we have heard of alien species, you know, insect ones and reptilians and stuff. Alpha Draconis, or, uh, whatever it's called at that, that star, um, mm-hmm. yeah. is, is, is known to be... Mm-hmm. A star that we get alien visitations from. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same as, uh, did you say Sirius? Yes. Sirius A, yeah. And, oh, Zeta Reticuli, I think is another one. Nice. But yeah, Alpha Draconis, is, I think that probably is where the Draconian uh, reptilian aliens mm-hmm. come from. Now, do you remember when we were interviewing Philip Mantle the other week and uh, we were talking about uh, Maria something who had been abducted and they'd taken her eggs, harvested her eggs, taken her DNA and then impregnated her and then she got her oldest daughter uh, DNA tested and they Mm. found that she'd got an extra chromosome. Yes. Yeah? Just just putting this out there... Mm -hmm. A lot of reptiles, lizards and snakes and stuff, can have 30 to 60 chromosomes. Mm, okay. 
So there's a link there. So there is a link, you know, and however tenuous it is, you know, there there, there could be some credence to, to this kind of theory if it is an alien-based sort of thing. Yeah, okay. I, I can't imagine that reptiles here on Earth, the way they are, cold-blooded egg layers and stuff, in, in any way are going to be able to cross DNA with us without some kind of alien influence. Yeah, very true. So that that's all I'm just going to pitch in on that, just to give it some kind of... Because at the moment, it just sounds like you said... Conan the Barbarian novel, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but you know, to give it some kind of pseudo scientific backing, that's my that's my little pitch. No, that is a fair take, and I will take that into consideration for the uh, paranormality scale. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a very good point, mate. So David Ike, he <laughs> he contends that most of the world's ancient and modern leaders are related to these reptilians, including the Rothschilds the Bush family, and the British royal family. Right, so, yeah, the biggest, most powerful families in the world, the Rothschild Bank, mm-hmm. royal family. What was the other one? Uh, the Bush family. B- the Bushes, yeah, of course, two presents in the last, like, 30 years, yeah. Yeah, and let's not forget that George Bush famously said we need to have a alliance with the fish. So <laughs> if he's getting alien DNA, they haven't given him the best DNA, have they? So, um, but uh, just a little tidbit on David Icke, because like I said, I probably will cover him at some point because he's a very interesting guy. Yeah. Um, but just to give people a little background on David Icke if they're not familiar with his work or anything. Yeah, go for it. So Icke's conspiracy theories now have supporters in up to 47 countries and has given lectures to crowds of over 6,000 people. Wow. Uh, Ike has also been correct about other things um, that he has predicted over the years, the big one being COVID. And I've he predicted s- COVID? Yeah, and that's, that's scarily, scarily accurate. And I've seen the video myself. I, I honestly can't remember the year, but we're, we're talking many years ago. And down to a T, he pretty much predicts, like, we're all going to be in isolation, there's going to be a disease, and... Yeah, he's scarily accurate with that one. And okay. speaking of scarily did, did accurate... He, did he take on the point of view of that being like a conspiracy as well? Because obviously now with the other side of COVID, when, when COVID was happening, everybody was scared. Yes. But we came out the other side of it thinking, well, it was pretty much just a common cold that mm-hmm. killed, killed a few extra people, and we really didn't need to go to that extreme. Yes. Yeah, he did. He He basically said it as like a warning to people. Right. And still, still to this day, I've see, I've seen videos now as well after COVID, and he, I'm pretty sure he was never vaccinated or anything, and he's talking about how, you know, he predicted this, yeah. and it was basically a load of rubbish and things. It, it's difficult because the actual disease of COVID wasn't rubbish. No, it wasn't. Yeah, and, yeah. and in fairness, like to certain realms of people, it was life threatening. It was, yeah, yeah. So it, that that, but aspect, no, no more than the flu or. You know, the, 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 the yeah. other yearly killers that, mm. that, you know, like pneumonia and flu and stuff that kill vulnerable people all the time. Yeah. It was kind of like that. There was a few, a handful, mm. or maybe more than a handful, but there were a few healthy people that succumbed to COVID, weren't there? But most yeah. of it were because they got underlying issues anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's very odd because he, he kind of... We're not saying, and he's not saying, the disease isn't real. They're not oh, saying Oh, no, yeah, yeah, it wasn't what real. What he's disease. saying is, it's basically the conspiracy side of COVID as to yeah, it yeah. was a man-made disease and yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole thing behind it. Not necessarily, you know, because I know people that have been affected by COVID and have they've now got life-changing things afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and there's no denying that, like, long COVID is the thing. and you know, Yeah. So um, I just thought I'd make that clear. He, it's not like he doesn't believe in COVID. It's, he predicted it. He predicted um, it, and he has a certain take on it. Which, and he got it down to a T, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, which also I should just mention, he has been correct on other predictions, um, and he has like an 85 87% correction. Um, oh, hit rate? Yeah, hit rate. Yeah. That's the one. So he has actually been correct on a lot of stuff, which right. is... Very kind of uh, eerie to yeah. me that he's he's made these predictions some ten some twenty years ago some in the in the mid nineties late nineties and a lot su- of them have come true. I'm surprised that he didn't show up for my uh, actual 
predictions episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been good getting him on that. Um, so I should just mention as well, <laughs> David Icke, as well as being popular in 47 countries and giving lectures around the world, yeah. he's also banned in 26 countries. <laughs> <laughs> He also says reptilians are very advanced in technology with many abilities and are considered the highest level of society and have been around for 300 million years since creation. Other abilities include seeing the future and working with alien greys, sending them to deal with certain issues and working with other ancient species. And the one thing that popped up, and I'm, I'm not even kidding you on this, I saw a few bits in my research of the alien greys work for the reptilians. And the reptilians are one of the highest ranking uh, species that kind of, of alien, of alien that mm-hmm. delegate to others. And if you... The, the word on the street is, man, <laughs> that, <laughs> that if a reptilian visits you or comes to see you personally, it's big trouble. Right. Because they will send other alien species, especially alien greys, first before well, they get involved. It is a uh, a common uh, conclusion, a, a common thought, that the greys are like the worker drones for, oh, okay. for other a- alien species. Um, but I, I thought it was for more the, the humanoid-looking ones, Poss- possibly more than that. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. So maybe there is some truth in that. Because yeah, be. if you've heard of that. Yeah. And we haven't actually spoken much about the research that I've done. So you're, no, no, you're no. coming out of information and also teaching me stuff that you've heard over the years. Yeah, yeah, About yeah. reptilians. So my, my, my only, the thing that made me cover my face just then is the 300 million years. I know. We had that with giants as well, didn't we? Where it was just, uh, yeah. they've been around for when, millions When people say, yeah, oh, this has been around for so many hundred million years. I'm like, well, <laughs> hang on, 65 million years ago, everything got wiped out apart from about 2% of life on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? And that's mostly oceanic creatures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are right. (laughs) Or crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. Because they live in water. Yeah. No, you are right. (laughs) So, mm, yeah. I just thought, you know, it's in the research, I'll mention it. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that's that's my only qualm with that one is the whole three hundred million year and the fact that they live underground. I mean, yeah. Now there is going to be people listening to this already drawing conclusions, thinking that David Ike, oh, he's a bit nuts. He belongs in a tree. <laughs> in a tree. <laughs> in a tree. Yeah, because he's nuts. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but I will just this, there's one quote that I found by him, and he again he said this years ago and he's not wrong he's actually 99% accurate okay. here so i just yeah. thought this is just an example of when he is correct on something he's he's a very intelligent guy yeah. so i'll just quickly read this quote he says everything in the world is backwards everything is upside down doctors destroy health lawyers destroy dust, uh, justice yeah, that's not wrong um, <laughs> <laughs> universities destroy knowledge governments destroy freedom Major media destroys information, and religion destroys spirituality. And that's one of his kind of quotes that I thought, he's not wrong there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I can see what you're saying there. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a fair Yeah, fair so that's statement. just one kind of quote where I think, you know what, give him some credit. He's, he's got a kind of influence there. So. Yeah. But that's enough about David. I, we'll come back to him in the future. Not for a while, though, because I've mentioned them quite a lot. So back to the reptilians. To the reptilians. Well, I will just mention as well. (laughs) We've not gone off David Icke, because I will just mention most of the reptilian stuff comes back to David Icke. It's come from him. From him. He's the main kind of person that keeps talking about it and proposing it to the world. So unfortunately, without researching reptilian, typing it in any search engine... It seems to always go down the chain of events and okay, ends up with David back Icke. To him. Okay. Now I'll stop talking about David Icke. So, one thing about the reptilians is they are very advanced in technology. Yep. And there's lots of reports in through history. Uh, well, <laughs> obviously not proven, but <laughs> hypothetical history. <laughs> if you believe that they've been around for three hundred million years, yeah. that they 
got to a point where they had to decide, do we want to carry on with technology and go forward with AI, or do we want to go down the more spiritual route? And they chose technology. So they offer technology to less advanced planets in exchange for resources, and they want power, control, superiority, and they are very emotionless reptilians. Okay. So... The reptilians decided to advance in technology, not spirituality. And I think evidence of this, to some degree, is you look at our civilization now, in 2023, how far we've come from the Nokia phone. Yeah. And technology is ramping up. You've now got chat GBT, you've got AI bots, you've got people losing jobs because of AI and technology, artists around the world. Uh, writers, we currently have a writer strike going on. So, AI yeah. and technology is affecting society right now. Oh, so definitely, we're yeah. seeing that. So, there is maybe some truth to that. And what also backs that up is there's kind of been a decline in religion as well. There's more definitely. atheists yeah. today than there ever has been. Um, yeah, I believe uh, USA has now hit 50% atheist 50% religious and that's the lowest it's ever been yeah and which is crazy considering america's very you know christian heavy yeah. isn't it it's yeah, very yeah. compared to england yeah 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 definitely. they love jc over there they do <laughs> so that's just something to mention you know that reptilians supposedly went down the technology route yeah so and that probably would lead them to be emotionless or less emotional you know more logical mm-hmm. Uh, they're concentrating on technology rather than religion and spirituality. Yeah. Because religion and spirituality is a very emotional thing, isn't it? It is. And you actually see evidence of that in Japan. I think we've brought it up before, so I won't go too much into it, but Japan are very advanced in their technology and things, even their vending machines and stuff like that. And they're actually having to have counselling sessions because they don't know how to interact with, like, the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah, they... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the dating advice and stuff, yeah. don't they, all the time? So yeah. maybe there is a correlation yeah. there between technology and, like, emotions, feelings, yeah. human interactions. So if I came across this little nugget, this little theory, if you will. Now, I've just written bullet points for this. Go so for yeah, apologies yeah. if I mess this up. Now, blood is a currency in almost all religious scripture and amongst gods. You've always heard yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. sacrifices, yeah. rituals, things like that. Obviously, Jesus sacrificed and himself yeah. <laughs> gave the blood for our sins and all of that. And um, there was a group of fallen angels in the Bible called seraphs. Seraphim. Seraph. Yeah. And they were flying reptiles. Um, Satan has been portrayed as a serpent in the book of Revelation. Revelations. <laughs> That's the one. Thank you. Oh, I'm really struggling with big words today. (laughs) And they've also always had something bad to say about God and Jesus. You know, the the evilness has been represented by reptiles and serpents and the devil. Yeah, There's obviously serpents in the Garden of Eden. Um, Yeah, the snake that tempted Eve with the the fruit of knowledge. I shouldn't say apple. We (laughs) always assume it's an apple. (laughs) Um, The god of the Mayans. I've forgotten the name already. I would say for Eve, a banana would be more tempting. (laughs) (laughs) We can't say that. PG, PG. (laughs) I do love a good banana for breakfast. I'm not going to lie. You can do so much with it. Banana bread, muffins. Um, the god of the Mayans, uh, the name escapes me, was a giant snake creature, headed snake-headed creature. Well, and obviously... In Medusa. Egypt, 
No, no, the the god of the mines. I oh uh, Quetzalcoatl. That's the one. Um, Ancient Egypt. Obviously, you've got the crocodile-headed gods and things like that. So there is that kind of theory that the reptilians have always been around, like in the Bible days, and they're even in Skyrim. (laughs) In Skyrim, yeah, (laughs) Argonians. You can play as one. (laughs) And some would say maybe this is where the reptilians were more spiritual because they're in Bible and religion and things like that. And then as the years have gone on, that's when they've gone down the technology route, which is where we are now. We're seeing it now with AI. So that's just one little theory. Who knows? Of serpents, reptilians, always been around. Um, So I'll save pop culture because I know you're dying to hear some pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) Always Um, look forward to the pop culture section. It's your week. Well, Actually, to be fair, it kind of ties in, so I'm just going to go for it. Go this for it, is... mate. pop culture, pop culture. Oh, little... we're going to have to make up a jingle for this now. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to read off a list of allegedly reptilian celebrities. Okay. Katy Perry, really? Rih- Rihanna, Beyonce, Miley okay. Cyrus, Justin Bieber. I can see that one. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, and that one. Bill Gates. Taylor Swift, Angelina Jolie, no, Britney Spears. Oh, there's just some of the names. I haven't even gone through all of them. Right. They're just some of the most famous. It's just a small selection of. But then, obviously, yeah, like I guess anybody who becomes not just famous, but I mean, these are super famous people. Aren't super they? famous, yeah. Um, uh, like you say, people who believe in this reptilian conspiracy are finger-pointing at the most elite. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And these are the elite of the celebrities, really, yeah, aren't they? You know? the elite of the elite. So... I'm surprised one... Elvis ain't on that list. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to look up Elvis as a reptilian after this podcast, I think. Because um, he probably died before um, David Icke came up with the theory, so that's, yeah. that's the only reason why he's not on the list. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought I'd go for the names that people would have heard of. And if you haven't heard of a single name on that list... Where have you been living you, for the last 20 years? <laughs> on the moon? <laughs> yeah. I think it would be appropriate to call you a troglodyte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you can live underground as a reptilian. Yeah. So would you like to take a guess as to why the, the... Well, what the common link is as to why people think that these celebrities are reptilians? I... There's no wrong answers. Now, I don't want to ruin your flow. No, go for it. Um, but I can only imagine it would be the eyes. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So uh, because Katy Perry mm-hmm. has like a party trick that she does with her eyes, doesn't yeah. she? And I reckon that's why people Ooh. have accused. Yay! Microphone's it. down. Um, Every episode. That, I guess that is why people are accusing her. Correct. Yeah? Yeah, 10 points, my man. So, essentially, yeah, well, we'll start there. So, Katy Perry does have a party trick where there's been so many videos um, where people are like, oh, there's definitely glitches in the Matrix because she can do this cool thing with her eye that's flickering and things like that. So, a lot of people have said, where, especially Justin Bieber, there was a, a famous video of him where he like kind of blinks and his eyes change. And everyone says that the pupils go into like slits. Like, oh, like a cat's like eye. Or a, cat's yeah, eye or a snake's eye. Snake's yeah, yeah. eye. That's the common thing. There's the, You can see some of these videos. Some of them I personally think are edited to right. make it look worse. Some of them, there is actually a scientific explanation for this. Okay, go on then. So their eyes are not changing to lizard eyes. I wouldn't imagine they are. Now, through this list, I don't know if you noticed, a lot of them are performers. Or... Yes, I did notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in front of cameras. Yeah. Lights, lights. camera, action. Yeah. Right? It's simple science. So, especially with certain uh, people like Katy Perry or Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Justin Bieber, they might even have pyro at their, their shows. Yeah. It is just the scientific case of... Your pupils dilate with light. Yeah. 
Do you want me to expand on this? Go for it. Right? Yeah, um, you'll probably do it better. <laughs> okay. Well, another thing that uh, I would like to point out, obviously, we've got flashing lights where musicians are on stage or whatever. They've got cameras pointed at them. And, you know, the, the, the recorded footage, people go, oh, no, look at the eyes. They, they've gone all weird. Uh, there must be a reptile. Flashing lights will make your eyes contract and dilate. Yes. Uh, and it can happen quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital cameras, when you talk about frames per second, 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second, or whatever it is, right? that camera is not collecting the entire frame at once. It writes it a line at a time, starting mm-hmm. left to right, as though it was writing a book. Yeah. It does it very, very quickly. Um, but if you imagine flashing lights going into your eyes at the same time as this camera is trying to... Uh, record the footage so like the top part of the eye might be contracting or or, or, your whole eye is contracting or or dilating yeah but as the camera is writing it the your eye might be at a slightly different amount of dilated as it goes as it's writing that part of the frame yeah yeah so it can produce strange effects on your pupils because your pupils are moving it's the same as that guy that um did the uh, he stuck his phone inside his acoustic guitar and was playing his guitar yeah. and you can actually see the the strings strings like waves oscillating like yeah. a wave yeah but to the normal eye it's just yeah you don't see that exactly yeah you explain that perfectly so i'm not going to go over what you said okay. i'll just add, <laughs> i'll just add to it instead yeah go for it yeah. uh, another th- thing is excessive blinking can be caused by fatigue and stress so like you said yeah like when you start feeling like you've got dust in your eyes you're draining you've been Mm -hmm. awake for a long time and yeah yeah yeah. now i don't know about you mate but if anyone was going to have fatigue or get stress i imagine it would be celebrities that are constantly particularly musicians that are on the road 18 hours a day awake you know traveling around yeah yeah and they don't actually have any privacy really do they when you think about it they're constantly being watched they're constantly being monitored um so it's just one of those things excessive blinking dilated pupils that debunks that so these celebrities they're not reptilians well, they might be. <laughs> they, they might be. <laughs> and also, I will just mention, because there was one video that went viral of a man with a night vision camera right on his eye, and he's blinking sideways like a lizard, like an alligator, whatever. It, I don't know if you remember it. Some people will go, there was that one guy I on d- YouTube. I don't. I can't see why it would be sideways. I can imagine his eye would appear upside down because of the lensing effect. But oh no! So the so the actual eyelid was like blinking sideways, rather than up and down. Yeah. His eye eyelids were like blinking that in, way. into the middle okay. sideways. Fair enough. It's just editing. It's just a camera. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, researched yeah. this. Doctors, scientists. It is physically impossible for anyone to be born. With that, it's it's yeah. literally a reptile thing. It there is no yeah. We don't have that inner eyelid. No, it's like, just um, clever editing. Is it Men in Black at the start of that where the the bloke blinks two sets of eyelids? Because I, I remember so. Will Smith saying I mean, he blinked one set and then he blinked another entirely different set. Yeah, um, yeah. It's physically impossible. It's yeah. just clever video editing. Yeah, yeah. So that debunks that. Now we're coming towards the end of reptilians, Aww. but I cannot. Not mention Tiffany Gomez, also known as the crazy plane lady. Okay. So this is a more uh-huh. recent thing. Uh, this happened around mid-July 2023. So oh, this year? Oh, this year, okay. a few months ago. Not long ago. Now, crazy plane lady, she, in the video, I, I imagine a lot of people have seen it. If not, just type in crazy plane lady. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah where yeah. she went uh, nuts on the plane and got kicked off. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. To find the correct video, uh, she's wearing like a black top, blue jeans. She is stood up and she's basically having a hysterical kind of outburst, like a fit. And she she keeps saying, he's not real. That man's not real. He's not there. And coming out with some really bold, crazy kind of claims. Yeah. So there was a bit of an investigation 
she got obviously removed from the plane. Yeah, she um, got the video fired, went viral. Uh, she actually came out with a apology video, and it uh, it, it was, was kind of odd. Yeah, it was very she, odd. She said like, "Oh, everyone has bad moments. Mine just happened to be caught on camera." But from watching it, I didn't really get you know where she was coming from. Like it she never actually apologized. Looked like she was being directed. By kind of, yeah. By someone didn't it? Yeah. It just didn't come across as actually like genuine. If you know, no, what I mean. yeah, it was yeah. like she was just kind of being read a script and said, "I'll oh, say this." It didn't. Yeah. It, it was weird. She wasn't apologizing for anything. Um, so there's actually a couple of accounts from people that were on the same plane that they saw right. happen. Uh, one passenger claimed that she saw Tiffany drinking during the day and before, well, not during the day, but like in the airport before yeah, she got yeah, on the plane. Yeah. Well, a lot of people do, don't they? Heavily intoxicated. So maybe uh, she's got fear not of not heavily because they won't let you on a flight if you, if you are very true. Very drunk. But maybe she had like a fear of flying and had a few drinks or something. Yeah, yeah. Hit it well Probably. until she was on the plane. That's one account from a woman. Um, another one said that she actually got upset because the guy that she was sat next to, the one that she was kind of arguing with, or whatever, yeah. stole her AirPods. AirPods, AirPods, right, whatever yeah. they're called. AirPods, yeah. So yeah. she kind of kicked up a fuss about that and being a little bit drunk and whatnot just caused a scene. Uh, but also there's a video of her in the airport after she'd been taking off the plane. And right. she says things like keywords like, no, I know what I saw. I stand by it. I just can't talk about it. And she's kind of got police and security around her. And she's not saying what she saw. She's okay, so she's at this point, she's compass enough to realise that what her story, her story is going to land her in a lot more trouble than she's already in. Yeah. So she's better off, like, shtoom. Yeah. Yes. So there's mixed accounts of what actually happened. And st- also, there was another guy who was on the plane who said they saw her. He was a few rows behind. Yeah. And he said he saw her having a go at this guy in a green hoodie, uh, black hair, and the whole time he's just sat there. He doesn't say a single word to her. Even when the air stewardess comes over and says, is everything all right? He just nods and says, yeah. But he doesn't actually speak. And he said it was almost like they were communicating telepathically. So she's okay. kicking off a fuss. She's like, you're not real. He's, she's panicking, freaking out. The whole time, even on the video, when you see this guy in a green hoodie, he's just sat there. He's not doing anything. He's not saying anything. He's so that's another account. Being menacing in any kind of way. No, mm-hmm. no. So it's a very weird story, but the link is there that there was also a few people saying that they could see his eyes were weird in, oh, in the okay. video, which is why the theme of reptilians came up. Oh, so, so originally yeah, people were like... He's an, a, a reptilian alien or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so for, for the first few days when this video went viral, people were like looking for ghosts and things in the video because they're like, well, what do you mean she's, he's not real? What? And they're looking... I remember seeing the video and thinking, what the hell is she on about? Exactly, I, yeah. yeah. I didn't make head nor tails of it, and I think I just swiped up and... and yeah. And yeah just... But it came out afterwards that some passengers were claiming, allegedly, that this guy had weird eyes that looked rep- like reptiles. Fair enough. Cat's eyes, whatever you want to call it, with the slit. Yeah. So it's it's another theory that, you know, it's just a more modern, updated theory of the reptilians. And the last thing I will say is this research that I've done today, It's a have had to squeeze reptilians into half hour, key points, what they're about, a little yeah. bit of history... I can't do it all. Like, to be honest, I, I'm happy with like half hour, forty five minutes yeah, on yeah. it. But if you want to know more, <coughs> there is a guy called Scott Allen Roberts, and he has a book called The Secret History of the Reptilians. It's the only kind of book or information I could see online that is a real deep dive into this conspiracy theory that isn't David. Icke. Does does he seem to support the theory? Or does, is he, does, it, does it look like he's trying to debunk it? I, from reading the synopsis, because obviously I found, after I'd done my research, I then saw this book and I was like, damn, I should have bought that right, to do yeah, this yeah, read, yeah. but it was too late. I'd already kind of done my presentation by then. 
But I just read the synopsis and a, a few quotes, and it it looks like he doesn't have an opinion on it. He's literally just a guy that's oh presenting the facts and yeah. let you let you make up your own. Yeah, mind, he's like, just okay. gone through the history, what he's found, different theories, different stories over time. Fair play. Pretty might, sure. might be worth giving that a read then. Right? Yeah. So if there is anyone that's on the fence about reptilians or wants to know more, Scott Allen Roberts, the secret history of the reptilians. Fair play. And that is. My presentation on reptilians. That's good. <laughs> so I guess we we come to the uh, paranormality scale. Yep. Um. Oh, your presentation. So I guess I'll go first, don't I? Yep. Um. It's a tough one because I kind of, I kind of am. A, a bit of a supporter of the ancient alien theory. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, thousands of years ago, aliens may have actually pulled humanity out of the being apes, you know, get, given us DNA, you know, help, yeah. helped us create civilization and farming and, you know, all that sort of goodness. I, I, I like that as a theory because... We haven't done the episode on evolution yet, but there there is that missing link, isn't there, mm-hmm. between apes and man? Um, and I do I I like the idea that we had support thousands of years ago from aliens. Yeah, reptilians have been brought up as a potential alien species that did that, mm-hmm. but not the only one. But Obviously, I don't know what kind of intergalactic connections all these aliens have with each other as well as us. Yeah. Um, like you say, David Icke, he's got a, a lot of good um, theories and he has been proven correct about some things. Like we spoke about COVID earlier and that. Like Maybe he is correct about this. We just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough evidence to back it up. Yeah. So it's a difficult one. I don't want to go too high. I'm not going to say, like, oh, yes, I believe it. And, you know, because, I mean, there was theories that the Queen was a reptile. Yeah. You know, I don't believe that at all. But, as we said earlier about that, the woman who gave birth to the, 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 the daughter with the extra chromosome, mm-hmm. there's, there, there's theories out there that kind of give it some support. So... I'm going to give it a 6.5. That is ridiculously high for what this is. <laughs> okay. Well, anything below a 5 is like, I don't believe it. So I'm giving yeah. it about a 1.5 above above 5. So okay. Yeah, 6.5. All right, I'll give you my quick thoughts on it. Go for it. So if it wasn't for you mentioning about the extra gene... And things, yeah. I would score this very, very low, like one or two, <clears throat> possibly, yeah, 0. 0.5. Oh, okay, now I enough. personally don't believe the idea of reptilians. Now, there's many reasons, but the idea, like you said, about the cold blood, warm blood, eggs, yeah, yeah. live, also to that effect, it doesn't make sense to me that a reptile or you know, humanoid, reptile, whatever you want to call it, a mixture of the two, can go from, like, scales, teeth and everything, shapeshift into... Oh, I don't believe that part of it at all. That's what I mean. Like, that part of the theory, you know, it's... it's If you're going to go with that, the That's why theory, I'm not going above a 6.5, is because all of that sort of part of it, I, I don't believe at all. Yeah, shapeshifting, I, no. I feel like that kind of information with this brings it down a lot. So... If it wasn't, like I say, if it wasn't for the gene part that you mentioned, right, yeah. that's the only thing to me that gives it a little bit of credence. That, that's what gives it credence to me, and the fact that I've heard of the draconian, um, yeah, and alien species, possibly before. in the Bible and ancient Egypt and stuff, where you do have depictions of humans with serpent heads and yeah. crocodile heads. That comes into it a little bit for me, but I'm going to stop messing around and waffle in my words. I'm giving it. A 2.5. 2.5, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that 2.5 is literally like a couple of little things that you've said today 
right. if it wasn't for you saying those things, it would probably be a zero or a zero point five yeah. for me. Yeah. But I'm giving it a two point five. Me personally, I don't believe in reptilians. But like you, I like the theory of our DNA and genetics being manipulated. Being and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because of that, I'll give it a two point five. That's it. So I don't know how you're going to work so out the average. Would give us an average of I think four point five. Okay. That's so yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I got for you. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's a very sort of controversial subject, isn't it? I can imagine there's probably quite a lot of people out there that are very passionate about one way or the other. Um, but I'd, I'd, I, I wouldn't say that I'd believe it. I can, I can just see some kind of like scientific value to it, or you know, at least in the UFO circles yeah. and that sort of thing. Well, I will just mention the statistics I got. 12 million uh, Americans believe in this theory. 12 million? 12 million Americans believe in this theory. That's, That's just, still, uh, just just from the statistics that I saw. So It's still less than 1%. Yes. So to me, this seems like a very similar case to something like Flat Earth, where you've got your devoted people that believe in it, and it doesn't really matter what you say, or yeah. they're going to believe it. That's what the reptilians seems like to me. I can't imagine that people believing in reptilians are going to be so blindsided by it as though as the the flat earthers mm. and your scientologists and that sort of people yeah. you know and if you do believe in reptiles and reptilians how how are they how can they shapeshift into humans perfectly so that you wouldn't suspect them but they can't change their eyes but they can give themselves a whopping penis but they can't <laughs> they can't change their eyes it doesn't make sense no that doesn't make sense to me i don't know i don't believe in the shape-shifting part no. the metamorphosis but i i maybe i you know i give some credence to the reptilian uh, aliens and the possibility mm. that they helped boost humanity with some dna or something back in history it's a it's it's a fair theory. I'm not saying I 100 percent believe it, but you yeah, know, it, it's it's a good theory. Yeah. So there we go. And if you are a lizard person, <laughs> write in. Yeah. Let us know how wrong we are. Yes. If you can only sleep at night with a giant red bulb <laughs> over your head, then you might be a reptilian. You might be. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, if you have eyes that the pupils uh, <laughs> form into slits. Yeah. Stay off the internet. Yes. <laughs> Don't get caught on camera. <laughs> if you find yourself licking the air every five seconds, you might be a serpent. <laughs> and yeah, as always, uh like and subscribe, uh particularly on YouTube, leave us a comment. Um come and find us on Discord. We always love more people on Discord, TikTok and Instagram, you can always catch up with us there. And our email address is paranormality.uk at gmail.com. And if you are a reptile, please do drop us a line. Yes. And until next week, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com